half full, the revival. Welcome back to New York Revival. It's a special episode. It's a Friday. It's a freaking fantasy Friday show. It's not Friday, but I. It just feels like it because it, it feels be. like it. It just anytime <laughs> you talk fantasy football, it should be a Friday show. Uh, but we're live on a Tuesday. Instead of going live tonight, we're bringing you a special episode at four o'clock because this is the last waiver wire. This is mm. the last week before most fantasy playoffs begin. So we got a very special guest coming on. Spiro, how you doing, man? Good man, good. Uh, it's, I'm winding down in a lot of my leagues. Uh, starting to get real here. How many, uh, leagues, we, how many leagues are you are you in? Too many, too many. I'm in, I'm in, <laughs> I'm in five. Oh. Uh, but but like one of them is a family league that you know a twenty five dollar you know not I, I, it's right, a, so, a back burner. Yeah. One I, I I'm at a silent investor in, so I didn't pay anything in. So that's I had to say yes to that, right? So it, it, that that's a. Uh, are you just like a, so, are you a special advisor or something? I I, I drafted a team. I I uh, I you know worked worked the roster every day every week. Um, the winnings 60, uh, 60, 40 split. I get sixty. He gets forty. I was like, all right, you know what? I I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. So I you can't were hired. That. You were like hired help. A hired gun. I'm a hired gun because he he didn't want to get rid of one player. So he'd rather pay to get me in. And ipso facto, I'm in. I'm in too too many leagues. I think three is usually where I feel comfortable. Five, I'm I'm way out of my zone here. I'm way out of my zone. Too many. Um, um, once you, how about you? I'm in three. I found okay. three to be like That's a good. nice little sweet spot. Um, and you already wind up betting against yourself. Oh, too just, many times. With just three, and that's the worst. It's like I really need this guy to go off, but not yep. too off. You know, <laughs> I need between eighteen and twenty-two points from yes. this guy. Yeah, and that's true. that's where you get in trouble. But um, let's get right to it. Yeah, let's, let's get talk. right to it. Stock shop. He's no expert FF on fantasy, but he's blown up. A lot of people are saying he's the hottest name in fantasy football. I heard that. You heard that too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's our friend Joe Orico. Joe, how we doing, sir? How we doing? Round of applause. Round of right. applause. Right. I don't know who's saying all that, uh, but thanks, <laughs> thanks for having me back, fellas. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank They're all saying it. All right, all right, all right. We have our ears to the street, and that's what they—that's mm-hmm. what we're hearing. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. So, Joe, how's it going, man? Hi. Uh, we last talked to you at the beginning of the season. A lot has happened since then. Um, so we want to check in with you. How, how's it going? How's how's this fantasy season going for you? And tell us, tell us, give us an update. Good, good. I'm overall good. I think that's the word. Uh, I'm in okay. similar yeah. amount of leagues. You know, five or six. I think we mentioned mm. this the first time we talked. I don't yes, do sir. too too many uh, yeah. for a guy who does this a lot. So I'm in like five or six, and all of them are within reach of playoffs and the title. So I'm so not undefeated. Yeah, I'm not like undefeated first seed in any of them, but I'm not last and I'm not middle. You know, I'm right there. You're uh, hanging in. And arguably it's kind of where you want to be, right? I got guys getting hot at the right time. You know, I got Nico Collins, Brock Purdy, who I brought up Big. to you guys in the preseason. Sure remember that one. Sure um, did. So uh yeah, overall pretty good. I can't complain. <laughs> What's your worst record? Like, like give us your worst record because you're you're always as good, you're only as good as your worst record. That's why I think. Oh, jeez, so. I think I got. Always, who's your worst? I got one team with five wins. Yeah, um, okay. See. That that's pretty bad. So we're out yes. uh, in that one. But all the other ones were were looking good. So I like that. Yeah, I like yeah. that, man. And we just got uh, brutalized by injuries. So you know that's yeah. part of the game. Happens. 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 Yep, happens. I'm uh, I'm in three leagues. In one league, which is my big one, I am dead last. I don't know how it happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, my, I'm in second. I'm in second place in my other two leagues. So I'll take that. Oh yeah. Um, but that big league man, Justin Jefferson. Yep. Big mm. killer. Completely mm. reached for Darren Waller, and that was- <laughs> remember Even- we were talking about that. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about that. <laughs> hey, listen, he might he might be one of those saviors that's been stashed. If you held on to him, Spiro, he, stop it. Comes back. Stop it. Hey, listen, I'm not. I'm just saying. Uh, the the passing by Zan might go to, to Darren Waller a couple of times when you need him the most. All right, all right. Oh. But we'll talk about Giants later on. Uh, yeah. What I want to talk about here is uh, well, we talked about your teams, but what's the common thread? Do you have a common thread with your good teams? Like, is there a common thread uh, between those teams of uh, like clicking at the right time, young players, running backs? What what's your common thread there? Yeah, I mean, you you actually just said it. I think the common thread with these good teams was really hitting on at least one, like, very good running back. Like, one guy who is extremely surprising to me this season uh, was Raheem Mostert, who is currently the RB2 in fantasy football. Only guy averaging more points per game is Christian McCaffrey. So, if you were able to scoop up Mostert, you know, in the eighth round, ninth round, tenth round, I mean, you've had literally a top three running back. If you were lucky enough to pick up Devon Achan – Right now, mm. you, you you keep it going. So, this year really has been all about the running back. Like, if you look at the landscape, there's just not that many good ones. I mean, there's like one to eight guys you want, you know. So, dude, for right. whatever reason, I went into this season and we talked about it last time. I'm like, I'm just not buying running backs, like, right. I'm just not doing it. So, I don't think I took one before the fifth round in any league, and I'm rolling with. Pacheco and Swift in two of the leagues. Yep. And, I'm, and I'm happy, man. I'm right. good with that. And then I got like a nice little rotation going on. But like, I will not, unless it's Christian McCaffrey, I'm not investing like mm-hmm. first couple rounds into a running back. Right. I mean, we literally have right now Raheem Mostert, RB2, Rashad White at RB5 on the year, which is uh, pretty surprising. Uh, Brian bright. Robinson, RB8, Kyron Williams, RB12. So Right there, you know, those four guys, I mean, they were nowhere near drafted top 12 running backs. So if you have one of them, you're probably looking pretty good. And Kyron missed, uh, what, a month about? So, oh, like, he's yeah. still RB12? Yep. Like, it's just wild. <laughs> where's yeah. your guy, where's your guy, yeah. ETN? RB3 oh. on the year, ladies he's and gentlemen. Three. So. You were banging the yeah. drum pretty hard for him. Yes. I do this, this, I mean, I, I have shares of Ridley. I had a share of Kirk. And uh, ETN do like so. What is this? Let's talk about that. What does this Trevor Lawrence injury mean for ETN and Ridley moving forward? Right. So I'll start with ETN. I mean, this year it's been pretty good. I mean, weeks five through nine, he was the RB one in fantasy, more points per game mm-hmm. than Christian McCaffrey. Hit a little bit of uh, a tough spot here the last few weeks. He's been a little bit banged up. Like if you watch the game last night, he kind of like will make a big play and get whacked and then call to get a yeah. sub. Uh, it happens like four times a game. But anyway, still 18 <laughs> points last night. Um, I think that the injury to Lawrence, which it came out today, that it's not season-ending. So I think he's going to miss, you know, like two games maybe. Mm, um, I think with ETN, you still roll him out there. The matchups are actually pretty good. He's got Cleveland coming up, which all season has been bad. Uh, but they've softened up against the run recently. And his playoff schedule is pretty solid. If you make it to the finals, he's got Carolina. That's the worst defense Ooh. in the league for running backs. Um, so I think you keep rolling him out there. He's going to be seeing 15-plus opportunities. Talking about the running back landscape, like those guys don't grow on trees. You start them. And then in terms of Ridley, I mean, Kirk's out. So that I, I think that kind of offsets the Trevor Lawrence uh, also being out here for a couple games. You know, mm. if, if, if Ridley's like your wide receiver too – I'm a little 
a little nervous there, but he, yeah. if he's your flex, there are way worse options. So yeah, flex, I'd feel a lot better. No, sorry about <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> not to come at you. Not to come at you. Let me see. Uh, I got yeah, I got St. Brown, um, DJ Moore, and Ridley. Ridley would be my okay. my three. I have no, Jordan totally Addison. Fine. I have Jordan yeah. Addison too. I don't know what to do with. Right. So we'll see how that plays out with Jefferson coming back. But and that's kind of, you know, an important topic just when we start talking about playoffs. Like I feel like the wide receiver position is really the one in your lineup where you'll see the most movement. You know, you rely on your stud running back week to week. You rely on your stud QB if you have one in your tight end. But wide receiver is really where you're going to win or lose your matchup uh, for mm -hmm. better or for worse. And that's where you kind of in the playoffs, at least kind of make those matchup based decisions, if you will. Yeah, let's get into that too, because um, I always find this uh, this part hard because when it comes to like the end of the, the season, you have bye weeks, which are, are like we have a bye week this week, but you have teams starting to like you know rest players for the playoffs. Um, you know, the, the matchups get get very interesting. So I, I want to go philosophy here. Mm -hmm. What is your philosophy? Do you go matchup based, or do you do you just ride the guy the best your best guys no matter what they got? And and just whatever got you there, you're rolling with them. How do you, how do you, uh, you know, look at that situation? Right. I mean, I think it's it's a balance, um, which I know is a tough answer, but I will explain. Yeah. So you have a guy like Tyree Kill. He could be playing the Jets twice in one game. They could have 25 right. guys on defense. He's starting. Um, <laughs> right, right. Even I'll go as far as saying a guy like Jalen Waddle. Like he's not leaving my lineup, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, they have amazing matchups, right? right? But guys in that tier, right? Top 15 wide receivers, they really are staying. Um, but after that, I mean, once you get into like Terry McLaurin, for example, yeah. who maybe that's a bad example. He had just had zero points, but <laughs> that's where I start to look <laughs> like at these guys that are heating up. So for example, any of these Green Bay wide receivers, because mm. Jordan loves playing fantastic. They have a nice schedule. Uh, a guy like Zay Flowers, could get in my lineup over a top 20 receiver in a bad matchup. Uh, right. Your boy Jalen Hyatt is someone I wanted to talk about today because mm -hmm. really it's like these rookie wide receivers, when they start to get hot, are the guys that win you the league, essentially. Like Jonathan yeah. Mingo right now, three straight games of six or more targets. He plays in the Panthers. I get it, but we've seen Adam Thielen out of nowhere – Right, be like a top five wide receiver for the yeah. whole season. Who so the hell saw that coming? I know, right? Jaden Reed uh, again on the Packers, Rasheed Rice on the Chiefs, Jackson Smith and Jigba, like they've already kind of broken out. So really keep an eye on these rookie wide receivers. But I mean, you know, they're not going to get in over like a Tyree Kill or a Monroe St. Brown, even a DJ right, Moore. Right. So I think Nico Collins, Nico Collins could be a, a league winner. A hundred percent. He's a guy yep. you probably got as your third, maybe even a flex. I don't know, but like that dude is uh and now Tank Dell is out. He's going to yeah. be the guy. He's going to feast. Right. So, like, that's actually a pretty good example because he plays the Jets this week. I have him in a couple of leagues. I'm not even considering sitting him. He's mm -hmm. in the lineup. Right. So, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do, Jeff, I, do you, want, you have any other questions? I, guess, Go I got a quick question from the chat for you. Is there a big name, like, or a surprising name that you would consider dropping at this point in the season? Oh, geez. I mean, I think you kind of have to see these offenses that are just fading down. Like, for example, the Steelers. Uh, like Deontay Johnson, it's like, do I really need Deontay Johnson or George Pickens on my team? Like at the moment, <laughs> not really, you know, um, I don't, I don't have much faith in Mitch Trubisky, um, going into the fantasy playoffs and a couple of difficult matchups. So I think those guys and yeah, like Miles Sanders, these, these running backs that are never going to do much for you. Khalil Herbert, right? Like these RB twos, 
there's just zero need to have them on your roster at this point. Yeah. Like I'd rather have a good defense literally. So yeah, I have three defense. Yeah. I think you yeah. tweeted that out and I was already like thinking the same thing. I got yeah. three defenses in, in, uh, in the league where I'm hoping to go for a run. One of my second place leagues. Perfect. But I, I wanted to ask you real quick because I got two guys that I'm on the wrong side of start sit decisions. Every fucking time <laughs> is, is Warren on the Steelers. Yep. Yeah. And, and Gabe Davis. If you look down Gabe Davis's fucking stat sheet, whenever it's less than three points, he was in my starting lineup. And, and like, it's not really matchup. But like, it's just fucking no, it's random. random. They just ignore him or feed him, and there's no way to know which right. one it's going to be. Yeah, so with Warren, I, I'm kind of throwing out this last game. Uh, it was like delayed, weather delayed, like multiple right. hours twice. Weird game. Very yeah. bizarre game. Um, and also the Cardinals kind of are trending up a little bit on defense with Kyler back. I know that he plays offense, but yeah, I Go wouldn't worry. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't worry about Warren at all. In fact, the Steelers have the number one schedule for running backs in the playoffs. So he is full go, in my mm. opinion. I mean, even more so than Najee. I have him ranked back to back, but Warren just a little bit ahead because. Well, if you watch them play, it's pretty obvious who's the better player. Um, so I'm all over Warren. I would start him going forward regardless. As far as Gabe Davis, I'm you know in the playoffs, you you really got to just kind of know what you're getting um, or have a really good reason to start someone. Like, for example, if Jalen Hyatt goes on a two-game tear, right? The third game, I'm going to be like, all right, let's roll him out. Yeah. With right. Gabe Davis, it's like he could go 30 points, 30 points, and then still put up three. So – he's not really a guy I'm trying to get in my lineup. I mean, honestly, he could be a drop candidate, but if you don't have anybody mm -hmm. or like you're a heavy underdog in your lineup, he could be, or in your matchup, he could be a valuable guy to chuck out there, for example. So it's really situation-based with him. That, that, that whole Buffalo Bills team is frustrating. Well, yeah. even even Diggs, like, I feel like he's been a roller coaster too. You know, um, I, I can't make heads or tails of that whole team. And it just – it's frustrating. You just got to roll with a guy like Diggs, though. He's one Yeah, of those you roll with Diggs, guys, right? roll with Allen, you roll with Kincaid. Cook, not Kincaid's, really. Kincaid – where do you rank him in your tight ends? Because he's just come like come on like crazy in, in this last couple games, right? Yeah, I mean, he is really in that kind of tight end four to six range. I mean, you have Kelsey, mm -hmm. Hawkinson, and then I have Trey McBride at number three on the Cardinals. He looked then, great. Nice he, he looked you know, great. I have him above Sam Laporta, like just because he Ooh, consistently has like been that. seeing like nine or more targets, whereas Laporta's done it two games in a row. He's great. I mean, arguably the best rookie tight end for fantasy we've ever seen, right? But Laporta mm. comes in at four, and then it's Kincaid, really. I like it, man. The, the, these rookies, uh, you're right, though. Like, we just yeah. named three three like young players, rookies that are coming in at the tight end position. Very weak position, by the way. Yep. And you, you come and might win your league. But uh, yeah, let, let's talk about another team, though. I got a question about – we talked about the Jaguars. Let's talk about who they played. Cincinnati. Um, Browning, uh, you know, I, I did not see this coming at all. Um, no. You know, I, uh, people I'm sure chase owners, Higgins owners, Mixon owners were scared. Now, after seeing what they did Monday, does it does it change anything for you? Are these guys you guys roll them out like they're they're burrow like like or confidence wise? Where are you at? Yeah, so I mean, it, you know, it's not Joe Burrow, obviously. Um, but I was always a little bit higher on Chase, for example, like after this injury news um, mm. about Burrow, just because like. You know, there are receivers and quarterbacks, vice versa. So there are receivers that are made by their QB, 
there are QBs yeah. that are made by their wide receiver. I think, you know, if, you know, for example, Kirk Cousins didn't have Justin Jefferson, he might, while take, not be <laughs> as great. He's a great QB, yes, right? Sure. Nothing against him. But with Chase and Burrow, they just make each other. Like, they're both great. Um, and they could both, co you know, exist without one another. So yeah. with Chase, I'm rolling him out as a top 15 guy, like right in that tier with like Debo Samuel, uh, Nico Collins. He's right with them. This was extremely encouraging. 12 targets, 11 catches. He was 150 yards and touchdown against Jacksonville. In Jacksonville, like they're pretty good. Right. So I'm, I mean, Chase, you got to be through the moon. Joe Mixon is well out of nowhere, but he does this, you know, 30 mm. points, 26 opportunities, two touchdowns. And if you have Browning in like a super flex league, you got to be feeling pretty good because there's been so many QB injuries and so many of those guys have these backups have not been good. But Browning, mm. I mean, you can throw him out there. I mean, he's got the Colts, Vikings, Steelers, the next three. Like those are easy games. So you can throw him out there for sure in two QB. Obviously in single QB, I'm probably looking a different direction for now. Right. Where do yeah. you what do you think about Higgins now? He's the tough one. Just coming back from injury, yep. wide receiver two. What's your thoughts on him? Yeah, Higgins is a guy until I see it with Browning. I'm probably looking to sit for now. Yeah. Um, you know, if we're talking like Higgins or Gabe Davis, um <laughs> just we're flipping coin flip, coin. Right? You're gonna yeah, be wrong. You're time. gonna be wrong either. You're way. gonna be wrong, so just live with that. Uh <laughs> exactly. So Higgins is probably a guy like, for example, and if we don't see this. You know, we have one more week till playoffs. If we don't see it in week 14, he's going to be a sit for me moving into playoffs. And, like, I'm going to look for, like, a trendy guy on the waivers. For example, maybe Odell Beckham has, like, a great game. And we get, you know, you throw him out there. Someone like that. Uh, I know it sounds crazy. But, like, at the end of the day in playoffs, the only thing that matters is you just sounds, – sounds stupid. But only thing that matters is you score the most points. Like, hypothetically, you could bench Justin <laughs> Jefferson for somebody, right? Obviously, there are, there are weeks. I know, but there are weeks where that was the play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 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 So I got a. There's a guy that he's just been riding my bench. I've like because he's projections. Maybe they're stupid. He's projected for like two points every week, but then yep. he'll go four weeks in a row scoring over twelve every week and over twenty two of them, and that's Taysom Hill. Is that a guy that mm. you mess with at all? Or is he just so unpredictable that you don't know what to do with him? So do you have him as – because every league is a little bit different. Yeah. Do you have him as a tight end or a quarterback? He's a, he's a tight end in this league. I think that he's a great tight end to have. I mean, he's a guy who's going to score like five points or like 25 points. Right. Um, the there's tight upside, end position, yeah. yeah, there's so – and honestly, not a lot of tight ends have that. I mean, if you get like nine points out of a guy like David and Joker, you're like, great, we did it. Right. That's, um, right. That's a win. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's worth it. I mean, he's kind of like budget George Kittle. Um, right. and they use him so much in the offense. And if their cars hurt, you know, coming out this next week, I mean, Taysom Hill, like, it's kind of funny. All my buddies who have Derek Carr in my two QB league, they're like, yeah, my, my quarterback comes out when they go in the red zone. And it's true. Um, <laughs> sure. it's like a bad running back. So yeah. I like Taysom Hill. I think he's, you should feel pretty confident about him in the tight end position for sure. Would you, would you play him over like Swift is banged up? He would mm -hmm. be my my flex other flex option or Warren like would you flex him over either of those guys probably not um that's yeah, tough yeah probably who is your tight end Kelsey yeah sheesh well you have a good problem but probably not <laughs> um and on on Swift just because you mentioned him you know that's a guy that a lot of people are kind of down on right now I'm actually a bit more optimistic um he gets Dallas next who just got torched uh, by Zach Charbonnet Ooh like on the mm. ground, who's a rookie. So if Swift is good and healthy, 
I'm I have no problem rolling him out. Then Seattle, then the Giants. Sorry, guys. And then Arizona. Hey. So like right. the playoff schedule for Swift is actually really good. Uh, those are teams that are probably going to beat up on in the, in the playoffs. So maybe you sit him against Dallas. You you know you look towards Warren. I, I'd probably do that just to see where he's at injury wise for Swift. But you should feel pretty good about it. All right. I yeah. will. I yeah. will feel. Good. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, I want to ask you a, a longer, not a longer question. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, a, a, a general question about your best pickup of the, of the year. Your your waiver wire gem. Who who's your guy? That you're gonna put your flag for. So I think my best pickup. I'll give you one at each position. Um, yeah. But the number one guy who just came to mind right away uh, is Puka Nakua. Hmm. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> every time, he was red hot in the beginning. No, insane. And then, you know, every time it's like, oh, he had a bad game or whatever. I mean, he's had four bad games this season. Either he's right. been hurt or Matt Stafford has been hurt. Right. Literally. That's it. <laughs> every other game, he has scored like over 12 fantasy points, which is great. I mean, in countless games, he scored over 25. We had 24 this past weekend. So he is a guy who in terms of average points at the wide receiver position, top 12, 17.4 game. Like you line him up across from Jamar chase this season, half the time Puka is outscoring him. It's, it's ridiculous. Wow. Um, yeah. It, wow. It's actually insane. He's at, you know, higher points per game than Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, Devonte Smith, Adam Thielen, uh, DK Metcalf, all these guys. So if you snagged him and he was like a week one guy, if you snagged mm. him, you're feeling pretty good. And like when he's your oh, yeah. bench wide receiver, you know, you don't have to, if he's hurt, great. Well, he was already, he didn't exist on my team. So, um, and then at the running back position, kind of similar actually, um, just hasn't played as much as Devon Achan, who I mentioned a little bit before. Mm. I mean, that it, offense. Yeah. You want, ridiculous. you want a piece of that offense. Yeah. <laughs> so he's RB two in terms of, um, points per game. Now, obviously he hasn't played that many games, but like if you took out the game, for example, week two, he scored 1.9 fantasy points. Cause he, he played like four snaps right and you if you take that out i mean he is he is the most the highest points per game but he back. had he had another game where he had like 85 points yeah he had 51 <laughs> next week, right but they all average out yeah uh i mean he has played in four full healthy games here are his points 51 wow. 27 22 and 25 like i didn't know that good damn no it's ridiculous uh i mean even including the two games he scored under two points he is rb2 in average points on behind only mccaffrey it's insane Uh, kyron williams is three honorable mention so right like he's like no namers popping up yeah it's insane i mean these are the guys that quite literally take your team from good to like unstoppable so i I would say those are the two there's not that many oh sorry got it let's say there's not that many teams where you could confidently start two running backs like the lions and, and them come to mind but um, you could definitely, I mean, HN, like as soon as he goes in, most are still produces. It doesn't, it's like, it right. doesn't matter. I, I can't I, imagine rooting for a team that can do that. Right. It's such it, a good offense. Yeah. They're a team where like you asked before, you know, are, do you sit guys? Do you roll them out regardless? You just roll these dudes out. Like yeah. regardless. I mean, this week, for example, they played Washington who has a horrible pass defense and you saw the running backs eating, uh, you know, obviously Hill had a crazy game, but like two only scored like 17 fantasy points. Waddle had like 10. So right. it doesn't even don't even try to predict the Dolphins. Just start, <laughs> just start. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, because they could go up for 40 plus at any time. Right. So and Waddle's gotta... due, you know, for his 45 pointer of the year. That's yes. coming soon. So yes, absolutely. Who's due? Did you say Waddle? Yeah, I mean, normally he has, a, he, has a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he has a big game in him, you know, every year. I, I haven't seen it yet, but I, I do still have faith here that it is coming. He's been consistent, but like nowhere near what you would expect. And just Hill right. is just going so fucking crazy that yeah. it's like, can he get one? Can he get one or two? Can of he those? Get one? <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Yep. Uh, so let's let's keep the team thing going here. Uh, being that we are a New York podcast, you know, we 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 are heavy giants. Um, you know, we got Saquon. Uh, first, I want to get your thoughts on Saquon. Go the rest of the way. Uh, how are you feeling about him? How are you feeling about his season? And then, is there other people, giants, that you would recommend for this stretch run here? So, what you got on those two? Yeah. So for Saquon. I was, you know, after week 11, he had a monster game against Washington, obviously, as you guys know. I was pretty optimistic, obviously. A lot of people were like, sell high, get out. I was on the opposite side. You know, he's going to have a good game against New England. Well, he he kind of didn't. But if you told me that Saquon was going to get 15 opportunities, again, right. in any game, I'm taking it's in my lineup for sure. Um, so out of the bye, hopefully – you know, he's feeling a little bit better, plays Green Bay. We just saw Pacheco torch them. So I like him this mm -hmm. week. Um, the playoff schedule is not awesome, though. You have the Saints, the Eagles, and then the Rams, which is pretty good. Uh, but for right. Saints and Eagles, it's like they're going to be trailing, so I'm expecting four-plus targets, right? right? And I'm sure he's going to get 10 rushes. So, again, he's going to be around that 15-opportunity range. He's a guy, you know, if he disappoints in Week 14 – I think you look elsewhere in the playoffs, right? You throw in a Jalen Warren in an awesome matchup, for example, right? But if he does well in week 14, Giants do well, which kind of I'm anticipating. I'm actually anticipating a pretty good game against the Red Hot Packers. Mm -hmm. I'm not too worried about Saquon, just from a volume perspective. And I think that's an right. unpopular opinion. People are done with Saquon. I'm kind of on the other, other end of that. So why do you like think it? it'll be a good game with Giants-Packers? Just curious. Yeah, well, I mean, they had the bye, right? That's kind of – I always just kind of look at a team coming off the bye – and I'm like, okay, they're probably going to be a little bit slept on, but ready for this one. And I also think DeVito is like not horrendous, oddly enough. <laughs> so, nice and, they're, and yeah. they're at home too. I know you guys are really hey. hard on your team, but like, no. I, I, I like there's some excitement from Jalen Hyatt. Like, hopefully they can just kind of get these guys working. You always see these rookie wide receivers get a bump. It's like a, the rookie bump after their bye week. Mm -hmm. So, to answer your second question, Hyatt is a guy who I'm really targeting mm. like in in a lot of leagues um he's not the biggest guy as you guys know but we've seen tank dell i mean be a top three wide receiver for like the majority of the season and i mentioned with saquon that the schedule is pretty rough for running back so it's kind of opposite actually for the receivers that game against new orleans and then philly like you can pass on those guys new orleans right. just lost Lattimore, i believe who's the number one cornerback so before the bye high six targets that was the season high yep five catches, 109 yards, 16 fantasy points. Like, that's really valuable. Like, mm -hmm. right. you know, if he comes out against Green Bay, he's eight targets. I mean, I kind of want him, like, in my flex. Um, yes. Over a guy like Deontay Johnson, for example, or like Brees Hall, if it doesn't get better, you know? He's going to get you those yeah. chunk plays, too. And, right. and DeVito's not afraid to throw it, and he's shown that. He's got right. a decent touch. He's just got to stop taking sacks. I mean, the Giants <laughs> yeah. have, like, no reason to not just bomb this thing to Hyatt. I'm right. sorry. Like, they, he's a rookie. <laughs> they got to see what they got. They don't want to give 45 touches to Saquon. I get it. Get this guy involved. Like, I'm all over Hyatt. I, like, I really 
want him on my teams for sure. And not just because this is a Giants podcast. Like, actually, I was excited to talk to, about him with you guys. Awesome. So, awesome. You just got that. 12 more followers. Let's go. Um, <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Rank them up. I got a I got a question gearing up for the playoffs. I told you I'm I'm big and loading up on defenses over, mm-hmm. you know, guys that um, I'm probably not even going to flex. The guys that are just taking up roster spots. I'd rather have options in the playoffs. So looking yep. ahead, who are your defenses that if they're available, go get them for a playoff run? For sure. So I, you know, right away, I like to look at kind of who the opponent is. Yeah. So tar- teams I'm targeting defenses against, you know, any defense playing Carolina, um, the Browns, not so much anymore. I actually really kind of liked what Flacco did. He looks really good, mm. but the mm. Jets, the Pats, Carolina, and now Pittsburgh, uh, depending on how they look on this Thursday. So it kind of leaves you uh, with a couple options here. I really like Houston. Um, a team I didn't mention that they play twice is uh, Tennessee, who, you know, Levis is just throwing the ball anywhere yeah. he wants to any team he wants. So they play <laughs> Houston plays Tennessee twice in the playoffs. I like that. I like Denver's defense. They have a couple of good, like individual matchups and a couple of bad ones. Like they get Detroit week one of the playoffs. So you don't want that. But then New England in week 16 at home like that is. Right. And you got to kind of focus on these defenses getting hot. Like everybody knows Philly is a good defense. Everybody knows Cleveland's been pretty good this year, but like. Houston, Denver, these teams are heating up and they have some good mm. matchups. Um, mm. You also look at Indianapolis. They've put up double-digit fantasy points in like four straight games. They have Pittsburgh in week 15, then Atlanta. So you get them for two weeks. I'm starting any defense against Atlanta. Um, yeah, so I think those are kind of my targets. You know, Green Bay, they get Carolina week 16. So you kind of got to pick these matchups, uh, if you will. That's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So let's talk, let's talk, uh, money here. Let's talk money. Let's talk okay. what, what you're, what you're, what, who's going to be your pickups this week or going into the playoffs? Um, who's going to be your guy that's going to help you get in or get you to the, to the finals here. Any hot names that you got outside of the Jalen highlights that we just talked about that you like on the radar? Yeah. 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 So I think Noah Brown, uh, on the Texans with mm. Dell out now. I mean, okay. So mm. first of all, Noah Brown just put up zero fantasy points, but uh, very under the radar. So arguably not say. on the radar. Um, <laughs> but in weeks nine and ten, he got injured. Uh, I believe like for weeks eleven and twelve. But in weeks nine and ten, he was a back-to-back top six wide receiver. He was kind of mm. playing like this wide receiver three role for the Texans, and like would just catch a couple bomb touchdowns. Right. So as I mentioned, like with Nico Collins and the Texans defense, they play Tennessee twice in the playoffs. So No Brown's going to step into this number two role that Tank Dell was just occupying. We saw Dell and Collins be like top 15 guys. So I think Noah Brown's a guy for sure. Another wide receiver, if he's available, is Demario Douglas on the Pats. Um, back-to-back games with nine-plus targets, uh, six-plus targets in five straight games. So in like PPR leagues, he's pretty valuable. The Pats suck, I know. But <laughs> literally, like this guy is the best player they have. They're going to get him the ball, and they play Pittsburgh uh, this week. In terms of running backs, you kind of have to look at like backups at this point in the season. There's not many guys who are going to step in immediately um, and make a difference. I mean, Ezekiel Elliott, of course, if he's on the wire, pick him up. Probably a top 15 guy so long as Ramondre is out. But like uh, a couple sneaky names, like Antonio Gibson, for example, mm. on Washington, he's going to catch a lot of passes and see some more rushing work now that Brian Robinson's going to miss a few weeks. Uh, I believe with oh. like a – I think it's a hamstring, uh, but they're saying mm. like two weeks out. They have the bye this week, so he's probably – projected like nothing on the waivers. Right. So that's a sneaky one. Um, Ty Chandler 
He's the backup in Minnesota. He's just better than Alexander yeah. Madison. Uh, he, he's Madison just so much. Yeah, he's just so much better. <laughs> so, okay, you know, you kind of look for those situations. And we heard the Vikings coach like, oh, maybe they make a QB change, blah, blah. So they've about had it with what's going on over there. Um, Darius Johnson, ETN's backup. I mean, I, I just, unfortunately, I think ETN is like one massive hit away from just like missing uh, a week. Don't say and, it. Don't yeah, say I it. know, I know. And if Johnson <laughs> gets work... He'll, he'll be pretty good. So there's just a ton of guys. Uh, I could go on forever. Yeah. But. <laughs> uh, can I throw a name out there? You, know, you say like or dislike. Um, yeah. Spears. Spears at, on, on Tennessee. Love. Um, love. Okay, good. Good. Yep. good. I, like I mean, I have been all in on Spears like all year. And it was it kind of reminds me of Rashad White last year playing behind right. Leonard Fournette. And it was like, can this guy please just like get his chance? And now yes. yeah, RB five, but um, mm -hmm. so yeah, Spears, you know, if Henry's out all in, he is like top five in every advanced rushing metric, which I don't really get too into. I kind of stick to the fantasy no. points, um, but it's nice to have those things to confirm that he'll be a good asset for sure. Awesome. That's do you care about kickers? Yeah, I do. Okay. Um, kickers get shit on. Uh, in this fantasy community, but I, I think, you know, it's a, just strategy. I, I'm, I'm a like, kicker. I look yes. it off, but sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you, you got to find that perfect middle ground and yeah. let me know if I'm wrong, but like, if you have an elite offense, they score <laughs> a lot of touchdowns, that kicker is going to have a nice floor for you. Mm -hmm. But if they're, if they're good offense, they're going to be able to move through, you know, and, and go for it. Maybe if they're closer mm -hmm. and stuff like that, you kind of want a middle of the road offense sometimes who they're not great in the red zone, right? They might kick some deeper field goals. Is there anybody that like for instance, I got McManus from Jacksonville. I don't know how they're gonna be able to move the ball. Um yeah. now, you know what I mean? Like, is that right. a guy because they got a, they got ETN, they'll be able to move the ball enough, probably not score. Is he a perfect choice or a terrible one? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think he's a pretty good choice, right? Because like you mentioned, you know, maybe they score a couple less touchdowns now, but they kind of get down there because they do have guys like Ridley and ETN. Mm -hmm. Um, he plays in Jacksonville, so like it's probably not, you know minus 20 degrees below zero snowing and windy um the weather and the dome is kind of my biggest consideration with kickers like if you can find a guy who plays you know in a home home stadium that's inside on like a decent offense for example like my favorite kicker is brandon aubrey on the cowboys yes. he's, pr he's probably not available but he right. is a stud like but like patterson for detroit is available that's a dome kicker yeah right there. see that's pretty good but then you get like that it's kind of niche because they just go for it all the time. Like if yeah. it's fourth and four <laughs> from the 50, they're going, you know, yep, true. I um, recently dropped him. Cause he got me minus one point. Yeah. Like Matt Gay, <laughs> Matt Gay is a good kicker on the Colts. Like that's kind of an offense you want, like Gardner Minshew at QB, like maybe he's hot, maybe not. He, they play inside. Like that's a good guy to target. Uh, nice. Young, yeah. young way. Koo, Like he's a beast. Um, yeah. There, Carlson on the Raiders. You can always throw him out there. Greg Joseph, I feel like every time I watch him kick, he misses, but like he's pretty good. Um, so yeah, kickers got, are a good time. <laughs> speaking of kickers, we got a, a question from one of our good followers, Chris. Uh, we got it, Tyler Bass versus Greg the Leg. What are your thoughts on that little matchup there? Uh, is so I'm going Tyler Bass. Yeah, I, okay. I want to be attached to the Bills' offense with yeah. Bass, though. Again, like every one of these guys has like their own little story. You yes. just got to monitor the weather as we kind of get into yes. December here. Back like, for example, yeah, in week 15, they're at home against Dallas. And, you know, that game should be 45 to 40. But if right. it's snowing and 
you know, the wind is 30 miles an hour, like we're going to be sitting back, uh, sitting bass. So yeah, you true. can also make some Very fun true. team names with Tyler Bass. So I, I like, yeah, that, there's man. a lot of those, you know, you need those guys. You need those guys for sure. Facts. Facts. Man. Yeah. So. Jeff, you got anything more, man? Like we, we've, we've ran through a lot here. Um, Oh, Hey, I got a question for you actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this is, this is on, on how your, your industry goes and how your business is going right now. Uh, you know, being that now there are fewer teams involved coming into the playoffs, does mm-hmm. does your interest level of, of your fans and your, your uh, you know, the people online, uh, is is it waning? Is it even, even – does it increase because there's more at stake now? How does that go for you at this time of year? Yeah, it's kind of a little bit of both. We were talking a little bit about it before we went live. But, like, yeah. you know, last year I definitely noticed it kind of trickled down around this time of year because people, you know – they're not drafting anymore, obviously. They're not in playoffs. But also, if you kind of, I've kind of altered my content a little bit to be really playoff specific at this time. And the sickos are coming out to play here. <laughs> uh, the guys who are all of a sudden in playoffs and like really want to win. So, you know, I got a thread coming out tomorrow, kind of just about what we're talking about on like, like very playoff specific. Normally it's a trade target day. A lot of yes. those deadlines are passed, so it's kind of an irrelevant piece of content now. But there are so many guys like Hyatt, for example, uh, these Packers wide receivers, as I mentioned, some of these backup mm. running backs on waivers that are so valuable. And like people want to know like who is on waivers right now is going to win me my league. Like who is the Amon Ross St. Brown? Who is, yes. you know, the Rashad White? Who are these players? So so long as you alter the content a little bit, people stick around. But you know, once real NFL playoffs start. It gets a little dry, so yeah. we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see what happens. But honestly, I could use the break sometimes, so no big deal. Speaking of that, too, uh, one more question on that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, and I, I know, I, maybe I'm just in the minority because I'm a degenerate, you know. Uh, but uh, <laughs> makes three of us. Of people, makes three yes, of us. <laughs> there's a lot of people that do uh, fantasy in in the playoffs too. Do you still see a, a little uptake over there in the playoffs as well with that? Or, yeah. Or so not? again, you know, you get the DFS kind of guys going, gotcha. which I really focus like during the season just on kind of what we're talking about now dfs is kind of a whole different ball game but it's really fun um so yeah i mean dfs content becomes pretty pretty popular so if you guys want to have me on you know in the playoffs i'd rip that for you um i'm gonna i'm gonna be getting into it so don't don't worry don't worry about it i love i love setting lineups like that because you just get a hunch on a guy that you think is cheap you can build your whole lineup around that guy so i love doing that i usually put a couple together uh every weekend so i love it and thank you like i love the threads that you do on twitter i don't always interact with them but i always read them like i always give them appreciate a look. it yeah, yeah thank you usually it's something in there that i'm like i should probably you know go on DraftKings and make a lineup based on that <laughs> one guy so like yeah. I, I always appreciate those i encourage everyone to to follow joe on twitter no expert ff Yes. And uh, that's your handle all over the place, right? They can find you everywhere. Yep, uh, there, YouTube. That's really, that's really it. And on the show, awesome. Man. So, thank awesome. you. I really appreciate it, guys. Uh, as always, it's a, it's really a great time. I'm looking forward to this all day. So, thank hey, you. pleasure's all on this side, man. <laughs> we appreciate you for coming on. And uh, if if you guys haven't checked him out yet, check him out. He's gonna win you a couple of leagues. And you know, listen. Maybe, like you said, maybe we'll have you back and we'll do some playoff talk. Anytime on, you guys want. Any anytime. So, Love you just let best, me know. Joe. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. it. Thank you, brother. Take care. Peace. That was great. Good guy. Good guy. Good guy. And I I hope I and I hope this gets regurgitated for the next two weeks because this is this is where the this is where the uh, money is made here. Like uh, the last couple of weeks, you know, didn't mean shit. Respectfully, 
when you when you get to this point, this is where every lineup decision matters. Every pickup matters. I hope you left some money in your budget left to get these Noah Browns. I these... did not. I, <laughs> I have four American dollars. <laughs> That's, hey, listen, it's that it, it's it's tough because it's like if you're clinging, like if you're just clawing your way to get into the playoffs, you've, you're spending it all to get there. And then you're like, oh, you know, this is it, this is my team now. But if you're sitting back and you're like, you've been, you had a good team all year long, you could just throw a couple, you could throw your big chunks away and now and p- pick up your league winners and just like, just, just, uh, oh, you know, dominate people. You know what it affords you to do at a time like this is like, you could spend 10% on that defense that has an elite yes. playoff run because, yes. you know, like the strength of schedule. It matters to an extent because you see like the quarterbacks that you're playing and stuff like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. But like at the end, it's always adjusted and it's never what it once was. So like your strength Facts. of schedule is never what it was projected to be because teams change, players pop. like CJ Stroud on the Texans. How many times we could talk about this guy every week in a different way? But he, <laughs> he's flipped that franchise upside down. Um, but that's something nobody projected. So when you mm-hmm. saw them on your schedule preseason, you're like, nice. Rookie yeah. quarterback. No, not, nobody fucking wants to play them. Hell no. Hell um, no. Dude. He's playing great. So <sighs> good session. Dude. Good session. Good session. Good luck um, to you. Let me check the standings hey, for a second. Where are t- you? Tell tell the people, tell the people what, what our league looks like right now. Because it's a it's a clusterfuck. It's um, a clusterfuck. My team name is Spawn of Artie. My dad's name is Artie. Um uh, <laughs> so that explains that. And it's a picture of uh the white devil, Jim Carrey from Ace Ventura. And then I love your team name. It actually makes me laugh every time (laughs) I see it. Built off of Ayuk, of course, is are you kidding me, guys? Are you kidding me? (laughs) Are you you kidding me, guys? I can hear you say it every time. That's why. Are you kidding me? But you are in seventh place. This league, there is one game separating first through seventh place. Literally one game. So I don't think I've ever seen anything like it, to be honest with you. Three people are eight and five, and then four more people are seven and six. This league yeah. is tight like fish ass, like water it, it's, it's And I, I, I'm cooking right now. I'm coming off of one, two, three, four, five, five straight wins. Are you six really? Out of my, six out of my last seven. I am cooking, homie. You are I, red I'm just, hot. I'm ready, to, I'm ready to go for the playoff. I just need to get in. I need to win this, this last matchup because – it's that close. You could go from you know second to out of the playoffs in like, like that right now, man. It's, it's wild. True. It's a little scary. It's a little scary. It is right a little scary. Now. You've been at the top for a while, just resting on your laurels, and now you Un- woke up and like, oh shit, uncomfortably at the top. I won some yes. close games. Yes. My stats yes. are middle of the road. My points against uh... are very favorable in this league. We don't have to bring them up. Uh, Let's take a, one more question before we get out of here. Yeah. Uh, lost Tank Dell. My other cop Waddle. Oh well, you got some pretty good guys to go with here. Um, no, no Brown. So you have some your, options. It looks like you have your starters. You yeah, you're Waddle just you're just throwing darts. You're starting. Yeah. Um, I would probably JSN's a JSN. very he's, JSN's coming out hard. We didn't talk about JSN. He first of all his his one handed catch just put him on the map, and now he's starting to like really have a role in that Seattle offense. I like that. Uh hey, our guy Joe, he he banged the table for Hyatt. And he's coming off a hundred yard game with DeVito, so you know there's a connection there. Michael Wilson with Kyler Murray, that's an interesting one. You you could probably get these guys for cheap. Um, you know, I take my shot on for me, it'd be Wilson or Hyatt. I don't know about you. Um, you know, those are my my guys there. I, OBJ, 
man, I'm done with him. He's he, he I, I have him on my team. He feels washed. It's feels just washed. not, it's just not a passing offense. Yeah, that's you know it, what I mean. Like it. it's got like think about situation. Giants likely to be trailing. You have a uh, a rookie quarterback who's not afraid to sling it, and when he does, he looks for Hyatt. So if you want chunk mm-hmm. plays, Hyatt should be that dude for you. Um, yep. Packers are playing very good though. They're yeah. they're they're playing very very good football, and they just had a perfect fucking game plan the other night. It was just <sighs> they kept you saw Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey sitting on the sideline. They're like, we're not used to this because their defense has been great this year, and they were just getting yeah, right. they were just getting mauled over. They just couldn't come back, but. Um, I lost Tank down one league as well. Cup Waddle, you're starting. Not even. You're, you're still pretty it. good. You're sitting pretty good, man. I don't yeah. think you, you, you're not. This desperate. is just for fun. Yeah, you're not <laughs> desperate. So Hyatt, yeah. if you're a Giants fan, I assume George, go Hyatt. Mm-hmm. If it's if it's that close with anyone else, oh, get yeah. Hyatt if you can, oh, yeah. and uh, and see what he could do this week. Could be a nice playoff pusher for you. Hell yeah, man! The Eagles secondary. Right, well, we're gonna play them. They're not good. We're gonna be trailing. Yeah, well, they, but they're they're they're. Uh, their defensive line might eat our offensive line alive. They will. But I, that's have the Eagles, I have the Eagles defense. I will say that. Very good. Very good. Um, all right, guys. Well, listen, we're gonna get you out of here. I know people gotta do things on a on a, a Tuesday. It feels like a it feels like a Thursday you, on Friday. Yeah, I hate yeah. it. I, I hate it. I hate it. Um but, yeah, so no listen, show tonight. No show, unfortunately. But we'll be back next week after the Giants next game, Monday night. Um uh, we'll talk Jets, Giants. Get some. I'm gonna, we're gonna get some Rangers talk going for you guys because you know Rangers are just so fucking hot, so course, hot right now, course, so yeah. hot right now. Uh, anyways, go win your playoff. Uh, happy, happy playoff starting. Go win your leagues. Good luck to you guys out there, Jeff. Not so much good luck to you if I play you. If I meet you in the playoffs, we'll see. Um, Might be maybe maybe a handshake agreement. Ooh, hey. listen, we play we'll, each other we'll in the playoffs. That's that. best case. That's best yes, case. Yes, exactly. Right? Exactly. We'll see you there. We'll, we'll figure that out then. Okay? We'll figure that out down the road. <laughs> see you in the final. Uh, yeah, peace and blessings on behalf of Eli Rax, who yeah. let us run the fantasy show. He's such a good boss, isn't he? He's he just lets nice. us. He just lets, he lets us, us do. do these things. He's like the best <laughs> boss I ever had. I'll be honest. Uh, but we love you, E. Um, my man Spiro. We will see everybody next time. Thank you. Peace. Eli Rax. El Jefe, Mr. Glass half full, the revival.